Podcast. I'm the experimentalist. Experimentalist number 0.21. Coming to you live from the capital of the United States of America. To everybody out there, uh, countries, non-USA, you know that the capital moves every chance it gets. It moves left, it moves right, it moves up, and it moves down. Way down to the River Delta. Where my grandmother, woo, she could make an apple pie. Huh, let's just say, makes you a little too high for these here parts, I do reckon. Starting off the, you know, this episode. It's another day. It's the same day for me as the last few. But these won't be coming out at the same time, so it doesn't even matter. Another day. Here we go, another day. What is another day? What? Oh, what is another day? What is another day? That was my question. What do you mean? Another day? Another what? I am a man who loves 
questions? No. I mean, yes. I'm a man who loves questions. I don't even know if that was funny. Was it? Questions just keep things going. Was it funny? Let's see. What makes something funny? Whether or not people laugh? Can a joke still be funny if its intended audience does not laugh? Maybe the joke is funny, but the reading of it sucks. What do you do in that situation if, say, you want to be a comedian, but you cannot deliver the punchline? Or you want to be a comedic actor, but no one thinks you're funny? Here's the experiment. Keep doing it and see if you learn how to do it. See if you can change people's initial perception of you by improving your delivery or your overall knowledge of the craft. See if you can get someone who you believe is already good at what you want to do to coach you to do it. The idea is that whoever sees you fail will ultimately not matter because if you succeed by doing and doing and doing, the more you do, the more you will be seen as a success and not a failure. The hypothesis is that repeating an action over and over will make you better at it. And so developing a steady routine and sticking to it for as long as it takes will be a major key to you being a success at that thing. I'll be a guinea pig or lab rat for this experiment. I want to be good at what? Playing songs, improving, drinking great brews, and talking smack that falls between thoughtful meditations on life and stories that have happened to me or have just simply crossed my mind. Sounds easy enough. Let's begin.
All right, so the real point to it all, at this point, every every point is just a point. It just has one point. Um, we can look at life as a long string of, like a long line and different points there within or something like that. And we can decide what each of those points mean and when they were and stuff like that. Um, the main point right now is I have to, well, I pretty much am going to be taking a break from doing the podcast. And I'm torn. I, I really don't want to stop it. So you might say, well, don't. Well, I made a decision. And I can't help but think of it in a comedic way of uh, Al Pacino and Scarface. Or more more like, uh, like a Saturday Night Live reinterpretation of Pacino in Scarface where he's doing something like I keep trying to get out but they pull me back in and I know that's not a good Pacino and I know it's not even a good Saturday Night Live reinterpretation of a Pacino but that's what I feel or that's what I think of they keep pulling me back in it's funny because what I know about the corporate universe, and I don't think it's evil, there is a lot of negative there. That's why it's easy to um, look at, you know, corporate CEOs and just corporations in general as evil. I don't think that way. Um but there's a lot of negative stuff there, and there is a lot of evil there. It's just like politics. It's it's pretty much just like anywhere you go. You can walk down your block in your neighborhood, and a certain person could walk by you, and you could have a negative feel, and a, another person could walk by right after that, and your brain is going... I'm still negative vibing off that person that just walked by me and didn't look at me or, you know, has some fucking dumbass dog or, you know, or, or whatever. <laughs> I don't know why I just tried to rail against somebody's fictional dog there. But, um, the, like, another person could walk right by and smile at you and be like, hey, what's up? And, and it gives you the feeling like, Oh man, next time I see that person, I gotta like talk to them. I gotta know them now. They're like friends and shit now. Every place we go, every organization, everything has these weird dynamics to them. Corporations got them all over the place. But normally, they really are trying to cut costs, make a profit, and try to keep their payroll low, which means they don't really want really qualified people. 
And that I have a problem with. And, but now they're pulling me back in. I tried to get out of there. And they're, they just want me back. And I agreed to it. So this little period of getting keyboards and guitars and playing and trying this podcast thing, that's all coming sort of to an end, but in a like short-term way. Because I, I think I'm going to be... I'll find out kind of what my new contract and everything is tomorrow, but I think it's going to be like a one- or two-month thing. So I didn't lock myself into crazy, but at the same time, it's weird because it's like I don't... You know, in this universe, music, podcast, and all that, I don't have anybody that wants me to do the shit. In this other universe where I can get paid, I got people that want me to do it, and I'll do it. That's the thing. I'll do it, and I'll actually feel pretty good about it. But I want to try to do something that somewhere pretty much all around my brain I'm telling myself I can't do it but there's somewhere way deep down that's like I don't care if you can't do it just do it because some other day some other people aren't going to be around. You're not going to be around. And, like, what really is the point, then, of being this corporate dude that works all the time and just makes a bunch of money, and then nothing? I mean, maybe I had a good time along the way, but... Still, I mean, am I really having a good time if I have these deep down parts inside of me that are like, I didn't try to do this thing. So anyway, that's the main point. That's where I'm at. I chose to go back to the corporate world. So if by any crazy string of the imagination and the weird realities that all this new digital shit that's not even new but because i said it's new you know that i'm old right um because of all that if you happen to be actually listening to this and maybe today's your first day or your second day or your 20 something day listening to it um i gotta take a break from doing it to work you know so before that let's get into the second to last piece of music this is ogilby straight playing a new song called i got this card and it if i plug it into things it gives me money then I take that money and wish that it was back on this card. But I got money now, 
I guess I could put it back on this card. But I could also go out and do something. So I'll go to a brewery. Say... I want to say Strange Ways. I want to say that. Maybe someday I will. But we'll see. It's up to the good people at Strange Ways to make that happen. Then I can say that. But getting to the close, that's it. Here it is. That song.
kind of look at it, double necking, rise checking. Words of importance coming in hard, coming in fast. People trying to do what they just gotta do. And you know what I'm saying? You gotta let them do it because everyone's gotta do what they gotta do if you're gonna see anything that's not Check my steed, you know. That is an old song. Um, may have showed up on this podcast before. I'm not sure. I'm sure it's going to show up again. But you know what? I'm not going to be afraid of doing things over and over and over and over again. You know why? Because I'm a looper. <laughs> it's like right there in the fine print and the not, not so fine print. You know, everyone gives all this attention to the fine print and how you can't read it. But check out the main print every once in a while. You know, the main print says, I'm a dude. I play loops. That's what I do. Yeah, there might be some fine print there. But if you get hung up on the fine print, you don't even know what you're signing the deal for. You know, why'd you even come up with a signature in the first place? Just because your teacher was like, you got to learn cursive and, hey, why don't you learn how to spell your own name? You know, if that's where you draw the line, I'm saying, like, hey, become some dude that signs his name all the time or her <laughs> i'm not trying to be sexist right now I'm not, I'm not trying to be any of those things ever i worry about that type of thing I, and uh, i'll stay out of the water i'll stay out of the hot water i'll stay out of the sand the sand trap that's that's where they always get you and um they put them all around the green <laughs> i mean come on like, we've gone all this way to get this ball to this hole, right? Now you got to put all the sand around it if you want us to get out of it. The sand, think about the beach. The sand is a place you want to go. Now, you don't always want the sand to go everywhere. Ladies, you know what I'm talking about. But... If you're going to be on this relaxing day through a bunch of acres of green land, whacking a ball around, why do you got to put sand in there and remind us of the beach? And then it's like the hardest place to get out of, but you make it so we want to get out of there. People got to rethink this whole thing. And I think that's where mini golf came from, really. It's just, if you're going to be in all this crap, it might as well be a giant hippo with a smile on its face. And not just a pile of sand. That's all I'm saying. So, that concludes the sports episode. This one was dedicated to golf and uh, mostly the wonderful sports um, competitions that have been going on this weekend. Most likely, you've been watching 
the um, U.S. Open or the um, uh, World Cup. You know, go Brazil, right? So, or Italy. I remember playing FIFA 95. Italy was a good team. Um, but Martin Kamer, man, he's crushing it. He got a 65 on Pinehurst number two. That's some dope shit for real. So let's go out of here with a um, one last song. We did a little Check Musty. We did a couple Check Musties. Did like five Check Musties. And we've only done one of these, but this is a song. <laughs> I just realized this. Originally by Ogilvy Street and Karsh McCabe. Karsh McCabe did the spoken word. You know, when you lose somebody, and I know Karsh McCabe is still out there. He he may be dead, right? But he's not gone. His, you know, soul, if you want to say that. It's everywhere. So... He did a little spoken word on this original track, but here's a recreation of it. This is called The Bluegrass Jam. And it goes a little something like a deuce. Thanks for listening, everybody. I'll be back in a little while. Maybe about a month. But it will be awesome, and I'll continue. I'll maybe come up with new ideas, so stick around. I'll be right back in about a month. Bye. Yeah.